What's up, everybody? This is the Magic Treehouse. So why don't you tell us who is Christian? Uh, shit. Uh, I go by Skinny Moon, SB, artist, producer, engineer, graphic designer. Um, yeah, hold on. Whatever you can think of, I'll probably try to, you know, test it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, real hands-on with a lot of things. And, uh, you know, I just love the art. You know, it's the one thing that uh, keeps me going for sure. You know what I'm saying? Without a, like, you know, basketball or something like that. I'm a first love. So, you know, I just love creating. That's my biggest goal. Awesome. So, I mean, you just named a ton of stuff right now. So, uh, before we dive into that, how did you get into this path? Like, are you originally from California? And then... Yeah. I'm born in Inglewood. Um, I lived in LA, Long Beach, Orange County. Uh, I moved around a lot as a kid, me and my mom. Uh, music has always been a part of me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, basketball was my first time. But uh, after that, like, you know, I always had love for music, but my biggest thing was what really captivated me in the music game was actually the instrumentals of the beats. So, like, a lot of the times when I would listen to music, like, I would listen for the beats, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, my family's off from L.A., so me and my cousin, Jason, we used to go to a lot of house parties, house parties when he was, like, super young. So, you know, going to the house parties, too, like, you know, you hear the music, the vibe. I was literally, like, you know, a very detailed person. So I would watch how the crowd would react to certain music and, you know, when a certain song play, I look at how, like, you know, a certain artist, you know, rapper-wise, mainly because I was always big into hip-hop, and how, like, it would just kind of captivate the people. And it was like, you know, for me, I was like, damn, like, that's pretty dope. Like, you know, so I always felt like I had a good ear for what people would like because I paid attention to that, you know, so. Now, is it from that that kind of led you into going into becoming an A&R, or did you become, like, first testing out if you can play music, producing music, like how, what started the path? So my, my main goal in the beginning, when I started in music, I probably died a little bit a lot more like um, 14, like um, 14, 15. And I wanted to be a producer and like a DJ, but I had the money or the bread to really get the equipment. So I was like, well, what else lands into that? And it was rapping. So in high school, you know, I started doing my writing here and there, but I was trash, like, so long as I literally would, I like, I mean, I still got a lot of my old writings, actually. I, I saved a lot of them, but, you know, it was like, it was cool, but, like, I could tell my friends lying about like, so, like, oh, yeah, oh, that shit cool. Like, niggas wouldn't care about it. So, you know, but as I kept doing it, I would, like, you know, stop, jump back into it, and, like, around 19 is when I really felt like, you know what I'm saying, like, okay, I'm, like, doing it for real, for real. And, like, you know, I'm actually pretty nice with it. And I put it out there. And then people just loved it. And then through that is when I started, you know, like, learning how to produce. I just, like, was playing around with it. Mm-hmm. And then I took, like, a class where they taught you as well, like, 
how to, you know, mix and, you know, how to just do certain things that would kind of like, you know, enhance my skill level. Because the hardest thing for me in the time was really trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying, like, how I could get the best out of music, you know, because I could tell, like, my music wasn't up to that far yet. Like, it was cool, but, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm big on sound, and it was hard for me to find that, you know, and I finally, like, told myself that. Um, I just wanted to ask, because, like, you said in the past, like, when you first started with music, um, your friends were telling you, like, yo, you're good, like, this is like really good, right? But you weren't there to believe it because you know they were just trying to hype you up, not really giving you like a real critique on it, right? Yeah. So when you like transitioned to producing, you found a teacher. Um, then was it from there that you kind of started selecting people to be part part of your like group, just so you can be like the best that you can be? And then you went into AR AR because you started seeing talent at the same time, and you, since you had that ear for it. No, see, I didn't ever really got into the A&R thing. So, like, you know, but I was more just, like, artist, producer. Like, I didn't really know, like, I was just kind of going along with the flow. But I was more just, like, you know, rapping. Like, that was my biggest thing, just rapping. And, you know, like, like you said, like, whoever, like, friends, anybody else that was in the music, and if I thought they was dope or if I thought, you know, like, we could do something, and I was with it. You know what I'm saying? I would collaborate. And, you know, we had do something like I remember when I first was taking it serious, like I had like my own little group and like I started it, you know, what I'm saying it was just a collective. But it was called uh, Fresh Little Rascals. And, you know, we tried that, you know, what I'm saying, and, you know, it was cool for the moment. And then it kind of just, you know, fell through. And then, you know, I just kept doing my own thing. solo dolo. And, um, you know, I would still meet people along the way, you know, what I'm saying and you know, it was kind of, you know, build to something, but, you know, he still just wasn't clicking, like, you know, it just wasn't really connecting. So when that kind of happened, like, it was like ups and downs, like, you know, with this music thing or anything that you want to do is going to be ups and downs. And I had to like, you know, kind of get through that. And, you know, but it's great. And you do find people along the way, like Dante, you know what I'm saying? My dude, like he really, uh, you know, kept me going, you know, at certain points when I kind of was just like out of because, you know, it, it gets like that. We just get kind of like, you know, bent up about certain things when it don't happen your way. But, you know, at the same time, you can't quit. So once you quit, then the dream, whatever the case may be, it's over. No, you know? absolutely. Like you quit and then your dream, your dream quits too, right? It was just a dream. It didn't actually happen in reality. You couldn't make it happen in reality. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. that. Um, I just wanted to ask, like, throughout this process, on the way to becoming, like, who you are, what was your b- biggest obstacle besides, like, it being, like, trial and error? Like, was it really, like, learning the new different music styles, learning how to create beats, um, connecting with people? Like, how? what was, like, the biggest challenge for you? Uh, the biggest obstacle, honestly, I feel like with anybody, and then I get attest to that to me, is yourself like you know what i'm saying just kind of like not like i said like not giving up like honestly it's just you have to be willing to keep learning like you can never tell yourself that like oh i know everything that i'm good and that like you know i just like i ain't going no more you know else new you know one thing i was like i'm always like keep my mind open and just my ears open to anyone that's one to like teach me a give me advice or anything because, you know, there's been times where I was, I thought I was like, I, 
I'm on, I can feel, like, I can do this and that. And then I go somewhere else and I see someone else working. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, damn, like, nothing. Like, they just hit me on some new stuff or, like, told me something I hadn't seen before. And then the next thing you know, I'm going back home and I'm right back figure out how they did that. Uh, you know, I kind of just, so-and-so, I just learned, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just more, like, not getting too much in your head, you know? Just keep learning I mean, it sounds like you're just like putting yourself in the right place with the right people, because like you just said right now, like, even though you thought you were doing pretty good, you then surround you were surrounded with people and you're like, damn, I should be on this level. Like, how am I not there? And then you go back, relearn everything, reflect on it, see how you could become a better person. So it doesn't feel like like you've ever been stagnant because you know who to connect to or what people you should surround yourself with to be the person you want to be, right? And so when it comes to like, um, you talked about producing, you talked about being a rapper. Um, Now you said basketball was your first love. Uh, Let's go back to that. And just, so is that like something you do on the free time and besides music or? Yeah, no, I always play ball. Like I tell people all the time, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things in life that help you get like out of, whatever like problems you have or whatever you got going on and you know you need that outlet to get out of that you know what i'm saying like for me it's basketball music you know what i'm saying when i'm in a studio nothing about nothing else i ain't about nothing like no problems whatever's going on in the world whatever i might have had in my head like it's out you know what i'm saying i'm so stuck you know i'm so focused in the studio now i'm not thinking about that and the same thing with basketball me and when i'm playing basketball I'm on the court and I'm just thinking about what's going on on the court. Like, you know, it just takes me out of whatever. Like, I could be in the slump and then play ball and look up through music and I feel good again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's the perfect way to just keep yourself sane out here. You know, there's so much craziness going on. And I think a lot now with social media and stuff, it gets people outside of life and outside of what really, like, you know, what really matters. And, you know, it's mainly it's just making sure that your mental spirit is, you know, intact, you know, that you're good. No, absolutely. I mean, you're right. Social media has been, like, taking over. Like, there's a new one coming out, like, almost, like, every month or something. And people just want to be, like, on there, like, seeing what's happening. Like, we're so addicted to our phones, right? But I think you're right just because hobbies, basketball is, like, your hobby. But, like, hobbies are important just because one way it's a release. You don't feel as overwhelmed. And then... I feel like in that same way, you can be inspired Um, saying that, like, for me, when I'm just like driving around, I like to drive around for fun and I like see the sky and I'm just like, oh, okay, you know what? Like, I just start like asking these questions, these ideas pop up Um, also with like sports that I play. So I was curious, like, does basketball help inspire you when you when it comes to creating beats or being a producer? Uh, I mean. I wouldn't say it really inspires me. Like, I'd say more in the sense of just kind of like, I don't know. Um, basketball was more just like really, you know, I mean, I'll say this the culture of basketball helped a lot with like the music because, like, I ain't a lot like basketball and music. You know, hip hop is competitive, uh, it's like probably the most competitive uh, genre. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't see, you know, uh, fight for. You know what I'm saying with like rock bands, so you don't see ciphers with you know, just like you, you don't see that battle, you don't ever see like, oh, 
head to head, who better or head to head? Like, you know, you don't get that Kanye West versus Fifty Cent. You don't like get that. So, like, I say that, like, you know, basketball, same thing, like one on one. It's like better Kobe or Jordan. Yeah. You know, like the man right now. So it's always like everybody's trying to one up, but that's what keeps it so dope, and that's what actually keeps it just that much more exciting. And that's why I look at like with basketball and hip hop and like that, you know, rap. It just like both, you know what I'm saying. So like saying that, like saying the basketball culture that we have, like the hip hop culture, music culture in general. Um, what kind of inspired what influenced you like to like you're listening to it you're seeing and it's not just music obviously it's in art it's in the way we dress like hip-hop is just everywhere right so how do you take the culture of that and put it into your own sound like oh music yeah um and it's like everything they like like i said it was just like growing up, you know. Uh, so I'll say like, okay, the parties, like LA, like going to the LA parties, like seeing how, like I said, just looking at people in the surroundings, like, you know, how they dress, you know what I'm saying? How they, how they act and react to certain things. And, you know, uh, like, like I said, I was big in the style, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever it was, that, whatever inspired me pretty much, like as a kid, I say, I don't know, you know, with a basketball, like, I wanted the braids, so you know about the tattoos and everything. I don't have a tattoo, but I want braids so bad. You know, I grew my hair out, and you know I wanted to look like him. So like you know he was such a big influence on many many kids across America and the world. And, and uh, you know the music game. Um, you know one of my favorite artists was like Ludacris. So you know like I would really pay attention to Ludacris. And then when I started taking hip hop serious at nineteen. Like Big Sean, like, you know, there's there's like people, there's certain people at certain time times where like it just like captivate and then they'll like, you know, make you wanna emulate that in a certain way, do it in your own way. So, you know, that's where it's like it just it's so many different avenues. You know, I think it's funny that you went from um ludicrous I mean, no, these are just some of the examples like during your path, but you went from like ludicrous and then to Big Sean, who are like in a way, totally different styles right there. I remember seeing an interview that Ludacris had and he was like, yeah, Jay-Z told me to be more serious because, I mean, I'm sure you watched like his like music videos like when we were younger and it's just like, he's this dude with like massive arms or like big feet, but then like everyone kind of took him as like a joker, but like a really good rapper at that same way, right? And so like you have those visuals, but then you're like also Big Sean who's like more on a, serious talks about life um good and the bad things like that so would you say like your music is more lighthearted, or would you say like where does it come from when you're creating your music uh it depends it just depends on what i'm what i'm going through or what my you know what i'm saying what i'm like feeling at that moment but if it, it i'm more into the like wittiness the funniness that's what made me love uh ludicrous like I wanted him to be serious. Like he's been serious, but I wouldn't want that because that's not like that's not ludicrous. Like exactly. you know, saying that, like you know, what I'm saying, like, Ludacris had a very successful career. Yeah. At the end of the day, like dude was one of the biggest artists coming up. Like if he would have took Jay Z advice, he probably would have messed up his whole career and everything. And then yeah. they, like if you knew him 
before he really blew up, he was witty too. Like he wasn't super serious on it. That's what made me love him. Like we all different tastes. We all got different things that make us, you know, like a, a certain artist or something. Like, you know, for me, I don't really like all the serious stuff. Like I'm a very funny, fun type of dude. Like I want to hear something that's like upbeat, joyful, you know, and something that's going to make me want to party. Like I said, like the LA parties, like that's all they was playing. Hype music, ratchet music, you know, whatever, whatever. Like that was my, that what really made me want to do music is like seeing people and how it literally can change their whole, you know, um, like it changes their whole mood, you know, and they can be down. And then the next, you know, you play this one song and their spirit just has gone up, you know, so. I mean, we were just talking about rappers for a second, but um, when it comes to producing, did you hear or have artists that were kind of like, oh man, it'd be cool if I could like create beats like, like Dr. Dre or like Timbaland, like, was were they inspirations for you or who were inspirations? I they were big inspiration. I'm very special at UCT. You know what I'm saying? Like that was probably the biggest inspiration in the beginning. Um Timbaland for sure, you know, for real. Um, a lot of other people, you know, down the line that I just would like start, you know, learning. Like I'm big on history. So I like I went back to the beginning of hip hop and I just, you know, would learn. You know what I'm saying? I just want to know everything about everybody and just see who's who and like who made what and it's dope when you start to dissect all the different sounds and all the different producers that to me like producers are some of the, like if not they like main uh core of what hip-hop is like you know what i'm saying like without the beats you don't really have nothing you know what i'm saying like it's it's what like you hear first is the beat you don't hear the artist first like you know what i'm saying so it's like as a producer, and that's why me, like, as an A&R, like, I try to tell artists a lot, like, yo, like, there's certain things that you got to do to captivate the listener, you know what I'm saying? So you have to somehow grab their attention, and a lot of it is mainly the first thing is the beat. So you got to really pick it wisely, or you got to know, like, you know, what's, like, how is it going to, like, grab that listener, make them want to, like, hear more, you know what I'm saying? Like, there ain't no Snoop Dogg with Dre. There's no NWA without Dre. You know, there's no, um, who else, man? Like, uh, Missy Elliott without Timbaland. So it's just like, it just goes down the line. Like, and it, you see it throughout history. No, I mean, I think you're absolutely right about that. Just because it's what you said. Like, that beat that's in the song, like, right when it starts playing, it's going to determine, like, if that listener is going to stick throughout the whole song, if they're going to skip it, like it's all within that beat because the lyrics don't come right away sometimes. Right. It's all base of And obviously, like sometimes it's a like a party song or sometimes like it's a R&B song like you whatever genre it is, it doesn't really matter as long as it hooks the listener. Right. Yeah, uh, no doubt. So it's just like, you know, you got to gotta have the right this behind you like it it can literally take a artist career like up through the roof you know the moment they get the right producer and it's just like it's game over yeah absolutely but i mean so we talked about your rapping we talked about your love for basketball we talked about producing where it came from but let's talk a little bit more about how you became an a and r 
Yeah, so pretty much, um, like I said, it's kind of recent, um, but the beginning stages of the A&R thing. So my boy Dante, uh, 2019, he uh, threw an event called Small World. And the Small World event, it was just literally only like five artists, like me and like four other artists. And, you know, I've been rocking with Dante since like 2013, 2014. We met, we had the same job uh, at Hollister in the beginning. He didn't even do music. I was doing music, but he later on fell into it. And then we kind of linked up later on. And then he like, bro, like, you know, I'm trying to get in this music stuff. Like, you know, let's, let's link. I'm like, I'm down. I'm like, wait. And then, you know, uh, later down the line, we just kept working and working. And he was like, Yo, I want to do an event. We did a small world event in 2019. And we stopped there. And then we came back like maybe last year, I think it was uh, like December and did another small world event. And it just brought, we did 11 artists and we just picked like 11 artists, you know, different areas of LA and it went up. And then he's like, I just want to keep running this. And I said, Bet, like, let's do it. I'm down with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm making the graphics. He's setting up the, uh, the uh, events, and then we just start meeting people. And then the two main artists that I've been working with, that I've been kind of like hanging on side manager with, and uh, my boy uh, Cass Hashit, who I've been um, I've been fucking with Cass for a long time. You know, that's like fam. So me and him, we've been locked in for a long time. And then I met me and Kennedy, and you know, working with me and man, like it, like oh, and I said, oh my god. Like, I was like, yo, this, she the truth. So, you know, like in due time, me and her, we would just chop it up here and there. And kind of like built that relationship. And now I've been working with them a lot. And I've been working with other artists here and there, but mainly uh, Cass and Mia, don't do that. I'm just like, you know, honing in, trying to help them in any way possible. Try to, you know, my thing is this, like help them not go through the uh, certain situations that I went through. And like, you know, jumps like telling like, hey, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to see. This is what you need to like, you know, try to do like, try to keep like a game plan and to never lose sight of that game plan. So in a way, it's like you kind of want to be like, help them get that direction. Not so, not so they're like scattered and they have to go like different pathways everywhere, right? You're just like, okay, this is a better path, you know, if, Obviously, if they choose to do that, but obviously because they trust you, they're going to be like, okay, I see, or like talk it out with you, but you're there for like a direction, a support as an yeah. NR. Yeah, no, that's like, no, I love doing that. Like, I love anybody that I can, you know what I'm saying? Helping them out, you know, they all ears, they listen to what I tell them, you know what I'm saying? I listen to what they say too, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't know, but you know, I'm always glad I'm out of here. And, like, I feel like I've always been pretty good at that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really sit there and find out you know, what it is that can, I can help them with. And, you know, I'm like, I'll try to do this and try to do that. And, you know, they, like, really, like, oh, you know, great with that. You know, we've just been making so many moves. And, you know, I'm just, like, proud of it. And I tell them, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the times, I think, as, you know, uh, Anybody, uh, artist or whatever you're trying to do, we get caught in the destination and we forget about the journey and have a fun with that. And I've been telling them that like a lot. Uh, 
Like, bro, like, look at Atlanta right now. Look at Detroit right now. These dudes, they dropping music, like, and they all working together. So, you know, that's what I love about Small World is that all these artists have come together and they have literally, like, collaborated with each other. They literally say it. They tell me and Dante all the time, it's like, yo, it's a community family. Like, we meet people and we hanging out with them. We going to the studio with them. We making music. We doing this and that. And, like, for me, that's, like, that just makes me, like, so happy. Like, it, it makes me know that we doing something, like, you know, for real. And that uh, it can really build to something. And this is how, this is how movements get started. This is how... You know, like these, uh, like a lot of artists in one area, this is how they blow up. You know what I'm saying? This is how they build up, and this is how you can really get, you know, something special. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. But like seeing how social media like really can help an artist grow. Um, besides that, like, what advice would you give to someone who's starting off in the music industry, someone who's, who wants to be a producer? Who wants to be a rapper? Who wants to potentially be um, in an A and R? Like, what would you? What kind of advice would you give them, or would you give like your younger self when you were just starting off? Uh, put yourself out there. Uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? That's well, that's a humanly thing. We all gonna, you know, make mistakes, but be willing to learn. Be willing to be open to hearing what someone got to tell you, you know, whether it's negative or positive, you know what I'm saying? You don't get it both sides of the fence, you know, uh, don't get so, don't get so caught up and try to sound like somebody or try to be like somebody, just be yourself. It will be the best thing in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Cause the moment you start taking somebody else's sound, the moment that sound ain't hot no more, you ain't hot. Like nobody going to pay attention to you. So it's like, get your own buzz, create your own lane. You know, uh, just always work, just work, work. Don't always take everything for what people say. A lot of people don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. Because the moment it's hot, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's hot. Like, you know, I'm trying to be on that. But the past year, they was like, nah, that shit weak. I don't like that. Like, <laughs> the people in the office don't know. The people on the streets don't know. Nobody knows. Only you know that. So you have to you have to put yourself in front of that. You have to make that. Yeah, yeah don't. No, absolutely. I mean, it. Right there, it's just like, if you know you want to pursue it, like you really have to trust yourself. Like you have yep. to really believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in you, who's going to believe in you? Who's going to want to listen to you, right? Oh, my. So it's like have faith in yourself, faith in what the God of the universe puts you in. Like I've, I've seen and been around and, you know, done so many things. And like, you know, you could tell me that I'd be in this position right now. Like, you know, I wouldn't even know, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking some other stuff, but in all actuality, you know, and like, it just, that wasn't meant for me. You know what I'm saying? Right now, what I'm doing, as I can see, it's like, it's meant for me at this point in time of my life. And, you know, I'm I'm having fun with the process and it's, it's dope. Like, every day is something new. And that's what's so beautiful about it. And that's what keeps, uh, keeps me going. I love that. Because I do think that's important. Like you have to love what you do. Like you, if you're having fun, what you do. Like if you were dreading it every day, would you still want to do it? No, probably not. Right. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask another question. But like when it comes to being an A and R, is there a way that you discover people? Do they reach out to you? Like how does that work? 
Uh, most of the time for me right now, I've been discovering a lot just from like mainly the small world. It's like every time we go to small world events, uh, I always see somebody new. I always be some. And, you know, like I said, it's just putting yourself out there, like going to different events, you know, not even just a small world event. There's a lot of events going on. You just got to, you know, get in, get in and go, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, like I said, Dante helped me a lot with that. Like there was times where I just probably cooped up in the house, not feeling like I want to go out, you know, because I used to do that a lot, you know, 10 years ago. And, and I'm a little older now, so I'll be like, man, I'm cool. But, you know, I was like, when he, he be like, yo, this bus is like, all right, Michelle, I'm down. Like, let's go see what's up. And then that's how I meet a lot of these new artists I've been working with. And like I, like I said, it's been amazing. It's been beautiful. It's been just, you know, it's been like yesterday, you know, I was in the studio with a cast and a crazy song. I was just like in love with uh, when I be in the studio with uh, Mia and even more that's on here, man. And they they've been making some stuff. I'm like, you gotta drop that, like you gotta put that out. So you know, and I, I try to be in there too and just help them out during the recording process as well, and just be like, hey, like try this out or try that out. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I'm always a big advocate on telling people straight up, like you know, that ain't it. Like nah, like do that over again. Like I'm not trying to tell you because. You know, just as much as you want your stuff to sound good, I want your shit to sound good as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I want to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, you're not missing nothing, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's really cool. And I think that just shows, like, you're really there to support the artists that you're with, that you really want to give them that right direction, right? Yeah. 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 So where can people follow you on instagram on tiktok if they want to learn more about like upcoming artists artists that you are um you know working with what is your hand- instagram handle uh, my instagram handle all i got is the instagram <laughs> the social media is like that you get a lot of them but uh instagram s-k-n-y-b um i think it's uh the zero yeah bro e is where you can find me. Um, if you want to find more of our artists that we're with and that we, uh, I've been, uh, you know, putting out there, you, know, you can go to uh, uh, Tour uh, Small World um, on Instagram as well. That's where you'll find all the reels and videos and the graphics, you know what I'm saying? Like my boy Dante, he does the uh, 15, uh, 15 uh, second reels, 20 second reels. Um, I do the graphics and I put I put up posters. I give them like the artist profiles and everything. So you know, if any new artists are coming up, they want to perform and they you know collaborate, network. You know, come to the small world events. Like, do not sleep on us. Like, if we like you and you're fucking with us, man, come on back. You know what I'm saying? Like, come perform again. You know, we got the uh, the tour where we do what we about to bring it back. Uh, at the end of August, so y'all be ready for that. 40 artists we about to do, so we like trying to do it grand, so we want, you know, all the artists to come up, you know what I'm saying, my boy Dante gonna have a brand new camera lens, so we gonna make the shots even that nice, you know what I'm saying, so you gonna get some real clean shots that you can post up on your uh, Instagram or wherever, and you know what I'm saying, you can really build yourself, you know, like, we're not, you know, like, not 
we're not doing the regular, like, we really dissing out here. I don't mean that, but a lot, you know, I try to tell artists, like, tap in now before it's too late, because the moment we, like, huge and we, like, really in there, you know, it's going to be hard, but we know you and we've seen you before and you always show love. We're going to show love back. Like, we so much about the artists. Like, I have not seen or heard anybody else say that any other showcase is doing what we're doing. They all come back like, yeah, I went to the other showcase. It was cool, but it wasn't a small world. And I'm like, that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, then, we'll just look out for your show in August. Um, we're going to see like info on that on your page. So I'm sure people are going to follow you. Check that out. But that's all we have for this episode. Um, I just want to say thank you again for being on, having time right now, being flexible because I know we rescheduled. But um, I really appreciate this. Like you were my first A&R talent. I appreciate it. Definitely. I appreciate you for having me on here. This is my first IG uh, interview I've ever done. So this is dope. Like, I love the questions you guys. You know what I'm saying? I definitely would love to see you grow. Like, you know what I'm saying? I see a future in what you're doing right now. And, you know, we already chopped it up at the other show. So I told you how it work. I feel like you can take it. And, like, you know, we just don't keep building, man. I think there's so many great talent, so much, you know, so many people with passions that, you know, we all together. Make something happen, like that's all we really want to see and do is just you know build a community of like just great talented people that have good uh, energy and good vibes. So, well, that's all we have for this episode. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for more episodes so you don't miss out. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Merlin Like the Wizard. Thanks for checking out this episode. Till next time.